0: Hey guys, and welcome to Growing Up Desi, the podcast where we talk the good, the bad, and the Desi. I'm Barb, and I'll be your host for the show. Each week, I'll be talking to a fellow Desi to find out what life was like for them growing up to see if it was anything like mine. We'll talk about the family and community pressures, the impact their upbringing has had on their life as adults, and I'll try and find out if their grandma was as disappointed as mine was when she realised I wasn't going to become a doctor. Is this just therapy for me? Probably. But it's not like us desies are allowed real therapy anyways. These episodes are also live streamed every Thursday evening at 8pm and you can watch them live or replayed on my YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Feedback is also welcomed as well as conversations around the topics we discuss. So go and give me a follow on Instagram or Twitter at Just Barves, or drop me an email with your thoughts. Links for all of this as well as where you can find my guests are in the show notes. Hope you guys enjoy this episode hey guys i'm barb and welcome to growing up desi um tonight i have with me TikToker superstar model f- uh fashion fashionista and and student to be honest urban welcome
1: hi hi thank
0: you for having me thank you so much for joining me how are you i'm good i've been looking forward to this interview <laughs> I, I love that. It makes me very excited that people are excited for it. <laughs> I'm like I'm yes, glad. it's working. <laughs> but, but no, uh, this is awesome. So so firstly, congratulations, your first music video dropped today. Yes, it dropped actually last night, it dropped a day <laughs> early, which I wasn't aware of. But it's very exciting. <laughs> Amazing. No, I was watching it earlier. And it's, it's very cool. I love it. So well, well, well done Thank on that one.
1: You. Thank you. Thank you so much
0: amazing guys for anyone joining us live um wherever you are youtube twitter facebook uh, feel free to drop comments come say hi uh, ask questions whatever you want all through the show we will we will jump into them as we go um but let's let's start there shall we so you obviously do a vast array of things and as an indian if i said to my mom okay let, let alone like looks and stuff but if i said to my mom hey i'm gonna go be a model uh, I imagine I'd get a funny look. How does that go down in with you? Uh,
1: honestly, my parents are pretty supportive in this sense, especially when it comes to my mom. She's probably one of the most supportive people in my life currently. But for my parents, we have a very, not transactional relationship, but we have a very understanding relationship where it's like, if I'm keeping up with my end of the bargain of school and everything, and I'm consistently showing progress, they don't have an issue with me doing modeling part-time on the side. And so because of that, they're able to understand that, like, there's no point in trying to stop me because I'm obviously going to keep doing what I love and what I enjoy, whether they like it or not. So they can either be there to support me. And then so we found this nice common middle ground where we're able to like help and support each other.
0: Yes, which is nice because I guess what you don't want is is two people just arguing or at each other's throats, right? It doesn't it doesn't help anyone, and that is not the answer, people. <laughs> yeah, initially
1: in the beginning, they did have a little bit of a hard time understanding where I was coming from, considering that like I'm pretty young. On top of that, I'm only twenty one. But uh, initially, it Rub was it in. very hard. I'm
0: sorry. It's fine. <laughs> you look wonderful, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll take that. It's a lie, but I'll take it. <laughs> not,
1: but it's not. But uh, yeah, my uh, initially it was very hard. We did get into arguments, especially my dad, because nobody wants their daughter like working in that industry with certain stigmas that come with it. And so it was very hard initially to convince them. But then I started pulling through with my grades. I was doing really well in school. And so then they eventually slowly started to warm up to the idea because they were like, okay, she can kind of balance things. And then eventually over time, they became very supportive. But my mom definitely, since day one, has been like the most supportive role in my life.
0: Yeah, so so I guess when we were talking last week, we said that one of, one of those factors is probably that she was born and raised in in America, right? Rather than what a lot of us have. So my mom was born in India and therefore has slightly as a different upbringing and therefore different values. Um, So how is that, I guess?
1: So having her grow up here, she understands like the whole stigma to fit in and how hard it is and how like people here do go for their dreams. They don't just focus on, let's say like the three major professions that most Indian kids go to which is like law, doctor, engineering. And so like, she has a better understanding of like in terms of like what we expect as like a society here in America versus how things might be in India where things are a little bit different. And so because of that, my mom's always been very understanding and she's been able to give me a lot of good advice and be very supportive and there for me because of her understanding of how growing up here is different from India.
0: Yeah. So I I guess for those that maybe don't necessarily have that same support system, what would you say to them to maybe kind of help bridge that gap
1: honestly speaking i think me and my parents relationship really changed when i started being more open with them and honest with them about everything like i've always been from a young age able to tell them everything which i know a lot of brown kids are scared of and like they don't feel comfortable doing because they're so scared of the reprimandments that might come from that and so i tell a lot of kids i'm like you should tell your parents because at the worst what are they going to do they might hit you they might be angry for like a day or two and I've been in that situation too, where I've told certain things that it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Shut up, me on the low-fucking. Yeah, and so I definitely say having an open line of communication and talking to them is going to make things better. It's going to help them understand you better as well as you understand their side. Because when you're able to communicate, that's when you're able to really form a relationship and bond and build that to the next level where you and your parents can understand each other.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's good. And actually, when I was talking to Arjun, I think a couple of weeks ago, he was saying the exact same thing. It's, it's keep those lines of communication open, right? The worst thing you could do is, is just kind of ignore it and then clash. It, it's not going to be an overnight thing, right? I, I think we need to, as children, understand that it's not going to be oh, I'm doing this and it's all gonna be happy days, right? They still have that Indian mentality. They're always gonna worry about other loki, right? It's just it's just natural to them. Um, but yeah, actually, I think that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, for me personally, like my relationship with my parents got really good when I left for university. And because you were out the house. Yeah, I was out of the the house for 11 months. As uh, some of you may know, I study internationally. And so like uh, it taught me a lot and it made me value them more and having their support. I missed having like that constant of like my mom coming into my room and being like, oh, do you need fruit? Like, are you okay? Uh-huh.
0: They can't <laughs> help themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I used to miss like that daily little bit of conversation, even if it was just like, how are you? or like what's going on. And so after college is when I really started talking. I wish I'd started that bond a long time before when I was like a freshman or sophomore where I would be like, ew, why am I talking to my parents? That's so lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah So definitely I would say communicate keeping an open line of communication is very important because like if you don't communicate with them no one from the outside of your family is really going to
0: know you or be there for you otherwise yeah 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 their family at the end of the day right there they're yours <laughs> so <laughs> let's not cut them out um exactly so you've obviously touched on the studying thing so my first question is did they always want you to become a doctor
1: Uh, I myself from a young age knew I wanted to be a professional because my dad as well he's also a physician and so and my grandfather was actually a veterinarian so in a way I wanted to carry on lineage so fine yeah (laughs) I'm sorry I'm sorry
0: it's okay
1: yeah but I, I always wanted to be like part of me always wanted to be a doctor of some sort and so uh, veterinary worked really well for me in my case. But like then, obviously, I started going down the line of modeling. It's not something I would personally pursue full time. But for part time, as things are going, I'm very happy with the way things have been working out.
0: Yeah. And I guess to your point, it's that that compromise or that that middle ground between, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm still studying, so I'm not going to let my grades or my my degree or whatever um, suffer. But actually, I also get to be. Me, even if it's evenings or weekends or whatever, I can do what I love, and therefore I'm I'm balancing. Exactly,
1: it's all about compromise. Like I started this conversation with compromise. It all comes down to compromising and understanding your parents better, and not helping them understand you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. So I want to touch on this point. So most most people want to kind of, especially Indians, they get to eighteen or whatever it is, right? And they're like, yes, I'm leaving the house. I'm gonna go and party hard and. I don't know, whatever the next city is. You, on the other hand, where did you decide to go and party? Tell everybody. (laughs)
1: i decided to go to school in india which was Uh a huge step for me because i had never considered going there at all like i was literally i was since like you go from starting in ninth grade at least in america i don't know how it is in england but um we start in ninth grade and you're constantly told like take your sats you gotta get into a state college university act all that like test prep and whatnot and you gotta take ap classes and all this uh, and so I was fully prepped to go to like a state or UC school. I actually applied to a bunch of them, uh, but then I ended up getting accepted into a university in India. And I decided to take that route because for me personally, that for getting where I wanted to be in like the next five to 10 years, that was the best option for me over doing school here. So I decided to go to school in India with no intention of ever knowing it. It was literally the senior year summer, right before senior year summer started. I applied and I had no intention of going. I was like, if it works out, it's cool. But then I ended up getting accepted
0: and I went there. (laughs) I'm still currently a student there. That is amazing. So you're like second year of four or five? Is that? I'm in my third year of a five-year year program. Okay. So, so okay. So you have decided that you're going to fully go Indian. <laughs> Unlike <laughs> every other American Indian, you are flown straight into India. You're like, yes, yes. And- I'd never actually been to the
1: country beforehand I only went once when I was a year and a half and then the winter break of senior year I went otherwise I'd never been to the country before so for me I like it was a whole
0: new horizon and experience amazing okay so I can't not talk about what that experience is like because I guess you're moving out for the first time (laughs) I, I guess from a actually from a from one side of it is it more almost homely because I guess when you'd go to uni and and no offense to anyone but like when you're at uni and there might be loads of gaudy around or whatever and maybe you feel a little uncomfortable whereas actually when you're in India you're like these are up now right this is is there any of that (laughs) It's a little it's interesting, certain things, like yes, food wise and like
1: speaking wise and like understanding certain things, obviously, like, like in terms of like clothing, like girls are expected when you live in an Indian household, you dress a little bit conservative, like you're not putting everything out there because like, because you're not supposed to, it's just not considered proper. Uh Uh-huh. And so, like, in that sense, yeah, it is nice that you don't have to explain, like, with your gore friends. It's like, oh, why don't you wear this bikini? You look super cute. And it's like, I can't. My mom (laughs) would kill me. That kind of thing. And so um, it's nice in that sense that you do have, like, certain morals and values that are understood there already when you're going into an Indian household. Versus here, it's like it's very hard to explain and you have a hard time fitting in because like I personally grew up in a very white area I grew up in a community that was mostly like non Punjabis I think it was me and two other kids that were Punjabi in my graduating class (laughs) and so and so I always had a very hard time trying to fit in and like trying to get in with the crowd so to say and so Going to India, yeah, it was a little nicer because it was like it's up there. They understand things that maybe, let's say, like my friend would never understand.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I kind of get that. Like, uh, so I don't really drink. Like, I don't drink. Like, I've, I've tried it and I don't like it. But it's mm-hmm. not like a religious thing or anything. A cultural thing. I just, you know, it's not my thing. And I, I don't know why, but it really bugs me when people assume it's a religious thing. Oh, you're brown, that's why you don't drink. It's like. Right, like, there are no Gorda that don't drink or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I completely agree. It's nice to just be with people that, that get you sometimes. Um, yeah, like certain values. It's hard to explain unless you're brown.
1: You really don't understand it. But yeah. it's just certain values that you hold and you've been taught from a young age that you just continue to instill in your life. And yeah. having those already be understood is very nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the flip side, did they all go well, you're not very Indian (laughs) because you you grew up in India. Yeah,
1: I grew up with very liberal parents for the most part, and they never said no to like dating or like, I'm very lucky in that sense. Like they never said no to dating. They were never like, you can't go party. You can't go to football games, that kind of thing. I was always going to events. I was pretty active in like my community growing up from like ninth to 12th grade, like majority of my high school. And so then when I went to India, it was like, I got a lot, I feel like I got a lot of restrictions when I went there because it was like curfew for the girls, uh, you can't, you have to be home a certain time, you can't dress a certain way and certain things, and so it was like initially a very big culture shock, it was very hard to understand things, uh. I remember my friends used to tell me, like, I would go up to professors and I would address them as, like, Mrs. Keda or whatever their last, their last name is. And they would be like, why aren't you saying sir or ma'am? Like, what's wrong with you? Why would you address them by your name? And I'm like, I'm sorry. That's what I grew up learning. Like, I didn't know. I didn't mean to be offensive. Yeah. And so there are a lot of things that did differ. But for the most part, I, I feel like my experience there was pretty decent. And it's been pretty decent so far. Uh, like I tell anyone who considers going to India, go in with an open mind. Don't go in thinking like you're from America or Canada and you're better than everybody else there, just because you have citizenship to a country. You're you're being welcomed into somebody's home. You wouldn't go into somebody's home and if they say you can't wear shoes in the house, you wouldn't not take off your (laughs) shoes. You would be respectful and take off your shoes and understand what their house rules are. And so when I tell people you're going international to like study abroad, you need to think like that. You need to have an open mind and open concept so you don't end up hating the experience.
0: Yeah, 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 no, I completely understand. I mean, it sounds scary, but um, it, it must be a great experience though at the end of the day, right? It's. Oh, I was world. absolutely terrified. Like I cried the
1: entire first okay. semester, I hated wow. it. But then eventually in the end, I learned so much independence. I learned so much from that experience of going abroad and studying. I learned so much about myself and how I function and how the world and society functions outside of America. It was such an eye-opening, amazing experience for me. Yeah. So I I definitely recommend to people to study like a semester abroad or do something abroad because just so you just learn so much about yourself being completely isolated and alone in a country where you might not even know the language.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 that's a fair point. At least with India, it feels a little homely. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) I didn't speak
1: very good Punjabi when I first went, or Hindi. I couldn't speak Hindi at all. It was terrible. Okay. (laughs) I could understand it, but I couldn't speak it. And so, like I said, it was a very (laughs) eye-opening learning experience.
0: Yes, and now you're fluent. Yeah, now I'm pretty much right <laughs> <Yeah. over. laughs> that's, that's cool. Um, okay, no, that, that's fair. Um, that's interesting, actually. I never even considered that as an option. I guess as an Indian, it's like, nah, no. Um, what but actually in hindsight,
1: most Indian girls in a way are very kept very sheltered because uh, their parents don't want them going out. They don't know what's gonna happen when they get a certain mm-hmm. amount of independence. And so for me, it was the very opposite case where my parents were like, my dad actually was the one who encouraged me to like go for this opportunity. <laughs> and so, but like I said, it's a great experience. And if you do have the luxury of being able to study abroad, take it. Cause you're gonna learn so much and it's such an amazing experience for anybody.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I kind of do regret it a little. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you can so always alone. travel alone. That's also yeah. a good experience. <laughs> yeah, try telling that to my grandmother. Um, <laughs> you, not a chance enough. Do you not? Sidetracking. I, I remember telling my grandmother. Well, actually, I had to ask permission. So considering at this point, I was probably, I'm going to say about 25. And mm-hmm. we never really went on family holidays growing up. My grandma would occasionally take us to Canada because my uncle's out there. Um, and I'd been to like India once with my mom. Um, so, so I was like, I kind of want to travel, right? And and the Indian mentality is after you're married, you know, you'll go with your husband, whatever. And like 25, clearly not getting married anytime soon. So I was like, <laughs> I kind of want to go and see some places. And I remember asking for permission to go to like Paris or something for two days with my female friend and mm. oh man that was one hell of a conversation oh, anyway it <laughs>
1: reminds me so much of uh have, have you seen Zildowenia <laughs> Lejange where in the yes. beginning she's like begging her dad with the <laughs> muja plate "Can you please let me go there's no boy <laughs> they're probably uh, playing through your grandma's mind she you watched that movie
0: watched. <laughs> yeah exactly where she, she saw the end and she was like oh shit um she's regretting that decision now now that i'm 32 and unmarried she's like oh no why didn't we let you see the monday anyway um god i hope she doesn't see this <laughs> please no one in my family watch this um <laughs> anyway I'm, I'm kind of worried that there are people watching this um anyway I <laughs> big tangent let's come back around so you are in india this isn't even about me right you are in india and you decide yes. to Oh, I, I don't quite know how this happened, but you decided to be like start TikTok to document some of your experiences. Is that kind of what happened?
1: In a way, I initially went on TikTok because it was a really, it wasn't too big. When I went on TikTok, it was actually still Musical.ly. And so in America, it was like only popular like middle schoolers. It wasn't until I went <laughs> to India where it was like, because I remember my 13-year-old sister was like, why are you on Musical.ly? You're so old. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, it, t- Musical.ly was a big thing in India. And so initially, I went on it oh. just for like the dances, lip syncing and all of that. Then eventually, it became TikTok as time went on. And then on TikTok, I eventually started talking about my experience. And that's from where I started getting a little bit more of like attention for people. And people started noticing my content a little more because they were like, we want to hear more about your experience. This is crazy what you're doing. This is this is simply insane. Because like having immigrant parents, you would think like your parents are gonna come from India to America or to like Canada or England or anywhere to build a better future for you. They want you to go to schools there.
0: But in my case, it was the opposite. They shipped me back to the <laughs> yeah. motherland. Uh-huh. Yeah, we came to this country so we could send you back. Have fun. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't have anything to complain about. Like I said, I've had a pretty (laughs) good experience so far.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) okay. So, So that obviously escalated. Is that what got your attention with the modeling side of things? Or was that already something that you were wanting to pursue and pursuing? Well, my junior and senior year of high school,
1: I got asked to do a couple of editorial pieces and just to freelance model for a couple of gigs. And I found that like I loved being in front of the camera. This might sound so narcissistic. I no. promise it's not. But I love being around the lights, the cameras, the directors, like that little like I don't know how to explain. It. It's like a little bit of magic. Like when you walk into Disneyland and you feel like happy because it's like your childhood nostalgia coming together. In yeah. a way, like I was like, I love this. Like I love acting. I love modeling. I love everything about this. It's like fascinating for me. It's fun. And yep. so then when I came to India, I got approached by a few makeup artists. And one of my friends at the time, she, uh, she was already modeling in India. And then she asked me one day, we need an extra model. Would you be interested? And so I said, okay, let me try it. Let me see how it goes. Because being in India, you hear certain stories about directors, producers, everything. And so I wasn't sure about it initially. But then I went for my first shoot. I really liked it from there other makeup artists started hiring me and then it was just a domino effect where like a bunch of people started hearing my name and more about me and then eventually they decided that yeah we like this girl let's keep going and then it just kind of picked itself up from there.
0: (laughs) Nice (laughs) okay did you tell your parents throughout this or was this this an Indian secret? I told my mom I told okay. my mom I tell my
1: mom everything. She's like my yeah. best friend. And okay. so I told my mom initially and she was like, oh, that's nice. Like, I don't mind you doing it on the weekends. Just make sure you're keeping up with your grades. And so then I started keeping up with my grades. I was doing pretty well in school and then modeling was working out really well as well. And so then they were just like, okay. And then eventually my dad found out because I ended up being on a poster in a shop. Oh no! <laughs> is that how we found out? Yeah. And so uh, I I didn't even. I'll tell you the story about the music video. Um, I didn't even want to tell him about that because he. It's not that he's not supportive. He yeah. just he's like, I would much rather prefer you to be studying than doing things like this. And Indiana. which is fine. That's understandable. Yeah. My dad has yeah. every right to worry. Um, yeah and so uh yeah but that's how we found out is because I had a poster come out and it got forwarded to him isn't this your daughter on whatsapp
0: out of interest was it a a mean text or was it a, a nice no no message? it was I I don't it was just kind of like is not is this your kid okay, like, okay just okay. a genuine it yeah, question yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. and my dad was just like I think so <laughs>
0: i think so but i didn't know about it i'll be back um yeah, that, yeah that's yeah.
1: basically what happened even <laughs> with the music video i wasn't gonna tell him i was just gonna let youtube but then i actually sat down with him this was like the first time and i was like dad i got this contract i think it's a pretty good deal uh, I think I'm going to go through with it. And so I sat down, communicated. Exactly. <laughs> T- lovely. Word, <laughs> I communicated with him. I was like, look, like, this is a big deal to me. If I get this, I could get a lot of other offers and better paying offers. And like, I could pay for my own gas, cell phone bill, whatever you need. We'll figure it out. And then he was like, okay, that's fine. And he was surprisingly understanding. He was like, I can't stop you. You're going to keep doing what you love. So there's no point
0: in stopping it. Let me
1: just, that's fine. If you wanna do it, do it, just keep up with school.
0: Yeah, I think that that's nice though, right? You don't have to argue. You're both getting what you want out of it. And actually it's not even like you're doing a a degree or something that you don't wanna do. You're still doing what you wanna do. You're just doing something else. It's not like you're having to force yourself to go to class either. It's just a nice, happy medium.
1: Yeah, I love animals. I love what I do. I love veterinary medicine.
0: (laughs) So, oh, that that reminds me. Did I did I see your dog in the video? Yes, <laughs> he's uh,
1: he's very popular. I would bring him, but he's asleep right now.
0: <laughs> uh, that that's okay. Okay, then we'll let him off. But he's he's now famous.
1: I guess in a way, he honestly gets more <laughs> attention than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: wow, he's very okay. Cute. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. I I agree. Um, <laughs> so. We well, obviously have established that your your parents are cool with what you're doing. What but about other they people? Yeah, okay, well, yeah, yeah. okay. But but we've got there. We we kept the lines uh, of communication open, and you know we're all we're a nice supportive family. But what about yeah, other the the, the community, the lucky that you yeah, know have um, their two cents. <laughs>
1: Initially, people were just like, she's a bimbo, she's just a pretty face, doesn't really know what she's, obviously they wouldn't say this to my face, but you can feel when you're getting buzzer, mm-hmm. you can you can feel it, it's a big thing in the Indian community, jealousy is a very common thing. And so I felt it initially in the beginning when I was just doing photo shoots, like the music video is the thing that's now establishing me that like, okay, I'm kind of starting to make it, I'm nowhere near it, I'm nowhere near <laughs> it, I have a long way to go and a, long, a lot of things to learn. And that's always going to be the case. But um, initially when I started, it was like a lot of people were like, oh, why is she doing this? Like, she has so much school to focus on. Like, doesn't she care about her degree? How is she doing this? Like, why is she doing this? And I, it got to a point where even my parents were like, you know, like people are saying things like, do you really want to do this? And I was like, I told them, I was like, "Uh, do you have any issues with it? Like, do you like as my parents, if you guys have issues with it, tell me. Because then I'll stop. Like, I don't have a problem stopping or making it more low key. Like, I won't advertise it as much. And so uh, it got to that point. And then I told them, I said, like, does it matter to you? And they said, no, it's fine. Just do what you want to do. Uh, ignore people. And I told them the same thing. I said, I'm getting my degree. I'm doing what I need to do in terms of academics. So why are you having any issues with what the community's saying? let people talk people are always going to talk in the brown especially the brown south
0: asian community there's always going to be juggly aunties <laughs> <laughs> and so and yes, so rather it's than than job bad. by the way i think they there is an agency right and they employ people <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean i love my aunties don't get me wrong some of them are amazing and i love them to death but then others yeah they do have that jealousy factor they do have that little bit of like vengeance and sadist attitude towards things and I just think, like, end of the day, if your parents and your immediate family doesn't have an issue and they have your back, you don't need anyone else. Keep doing what you love. Do it because you, end of the day, it's going to be you and you alone. That auntie's not going to be the one seeing your paycheck. She's not going to be the one there for you, like, saying, like, oh, you know, you should be doing this instead of that. It's going to be you end of the day. End of the day, it's you yourself alone. And so you need to do what makes you happy no one else because you're gonna die a happier person knowing that you did what you loved versus somebody who would just be there doing maybe let's say like the protocol to be a good brown kid and like just ends up hating their life in the end
0: yeah 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 and I I think that unfortunately happens a lot and I I actually I think you're right part of it is communication right because if they're so worried about what their parents are going to say but never actually have that conversation they don't ever actually know. And they might just be sitting there going, yeah. this is horrible. But their parents could actually turn. You, never, you
1: always miss the shots you never take. Like you're never going to, as simple as that, you're always going to miss the shots that you don't take. And you can't, my favorite reference I like to use when it comes to people talking about you, you can't tell people how to have their opinions. You can't tell someone how to have their cup of tea. They're always going to take only two spoons of sugar if they like two spoons of sugar. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. So rather than like
1: letting that judgment and hatred cloud your mind, just let it happen. People are always going to talk. Just move forward with your life. And if you're content with what you're doing and you're able to shut that out, awesome.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, all yeah. you can do. Yeah, I agree. And actually, sometimes. It's almost a knee-jerk reaction with them. It's um with like your parents are just like, oh no. But they necessarily don't haven't necessarily thought it's through. And actually you do it a couple of times or what you know, go on holiday a couple of times and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this wasn't such a big deal. What what was I worried about? So sometimes you just need to yeah, not, no, not was- argue with them, but you know, just just give them a little push
1: and if you end up eventually making something of yourself those people will come around and then they'll be cheering you on like for me the music video it came out and i had a few people text me and i was like wow you're actually congratulating me on this <laughs> you're supporting me i know you were talking behind my back but now you're supporting me i mean i'm more than thankful for that yes. we thank yeah, you yeah. for giving me any sort of support but it's like you worked hard and like their opinions change people eventually when you prove them wrong things change
0: yes and that's the thing right with people's thoughts it's not i am this way forever it's oh okay maybe maybe i was wrong maybe Mm -hmm. you know people people like you can change people's opinions and it doesn't have to be this what in their mind is probably oh this horrible sleazy job um where oh my daughter's unsafe or she's doing things that she shouldn't be doing it's actually hang on, no, like not, not everything is like that. It is a different world and it can be safe if you do it in the right way. Of course, of course, always take precaution. Like um, I tell Fresh Models,
1: I'm like, if you're going into this industry, make sure these people that are contacting you, you have a professional email, don't give them your cell phone number. If you're gonna give a number, have a WhatsApp number or like some other number that you don't really care about that they can track you back on like have a number that's professional is that if they're emailing you, make sure you check their portfolios, make sure you check their LinkedIn, try to be as safe as possible. Cause in this industry, it's unfortunate but there is a lot of foul play behind the camera that a lot of people have heard about. And you just have to be careful and constantly on edge and make sure you're checking out everybody that you're working with and making sure that they have good intentions. Yeah. I think about Sorry, I've I've talked about this before on my public platforms. Like, You don't need to do certain things to get into the industry. If it means working with a lesser-known artist, that's okay because you're still end of the day doing what you love. Yeah, you might not get your name to fame that quick, but it's gonna feel better because you know you didn't put yourself in a vulnerable position. You know you're doing it the right way and you're going about things the way you're supposed to be
0: yeah I think that's that's kind of the difference between it's almost asking why you're doing it if you are doing it for fame then all of a sudden you're you're probably gonna follow a different route to someone like yourself who actually just does what they love and is only interested in doing what you love and therefore you know you're not open to all the other crap that's going on because you're like hang on this isn't worth it this isn't what I'm here for I'm not here just to be you know the next famous thing I'm here doing what I love and it will naturally lead there in time and I'm okay with it taking time.
1: Yeah, like I know I'm not the youngest model. Most of the girls around me are 18 to 19. I'm 21, but I'm like, yeah, it took me a while to get a music video, but end of the day, I'm finally got it. Like I'm more than happy that I finally got an opportunity where I worked with an amazing team that was super protective, super professional and amazing about everything that they did. They were very professional, very profound, excellent people that I worked with.
0: Yeah. And and that's just a nice way. And that also puts your parents at ease <laughs> to know that you're working Definitely. with nice
1: people. Definitely. I have gotten offers from certain
0: producers and directors who
1: do have a bad rep in the industry, but I simply declined their email or their Instagram message on my professional account. I simply just said, nope, I swiped left and I said, get out of here. I'm not dealing with this. I don't need to deal with this and nor do I want my reputation or my family's reputation to be messed up because of something I did. I wouldn't be able to live with that. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. I wouldn't be able to live with that factor
0: yeah, no. I'd, and, and I guess I know you sometimes have like younger people message you who also maybe want to get into the industry or are, are trying it. And I know you're quite passionate about leading them down the right path. So yeah. if if by any chance they are listening or catch this at any point, do you have some advice or something to tell them?
1: You know what you're doing is right or wrong.
0: And you know when you're
1: getting these offers and contracts, you know in the back of your mind if it's a right or wrong thing. If you think it's wrong, simply saying no, that's what's going to change the industry stigmas. That's what's going to get us better paid models, better gigs, better, more professional people. Simply saying no to these little, little things that people ask for. Yeah, the girl next to you or the guy next to you might might be okay with doing certain things. You don't have to be. You can say no. Your little no is what's gonna cause a domino effect and cause the whole industry to change.
0: Yes, I think and that's so,
1: Yeah. And so if you're a young person going into this, be careful. It is a scary place to be, but just know that you know what's right and wrong in the back of your mind. So if you're saying it's wrong, don't do it. Just say no. Nobody's gonna judge you for that.
0: Yeah. And, and on on the flip side, I guess, do you have anything to say to their parents or people like yourself parents. parent. And for parents all I can say is I'm not a parent myself so obviously <laughs> I don't have the full understanding. Well, it's good to but, know. <laughs> yeah but if I was talking
1: from a child's point of view and from my perspective bring up, please communicate. It is one of the nicest simplest things you can do. Try to understand your kids and we'll try to understand you and we won't hate you and resent you when we get older. So, please try and communicate because that's going to make the biggest difference. Communicate and try to find a common ground. Like, you don't have to have it always be your way or their way only. Rather than fighting and like butting heads, try to communicate and understand each other. Try to find that common ground so that you can both be happy and move on with your lives. Yeah, that
0: was lovely. Okay. I just, <laughs> aren't you the nicest? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just i'm just like thinking my parents if they ever i'm hoping they don't but if they do ever watch yeah. this they'll be like oh she's a very nice girl <laughs> very good girl and then they'll probably try and fix you up with somebody so maybe maybe that's no <laughs> yeah yeah <please laughs> know. i have lots of time yes yes you do <laughs> um, I have interest i imagine your parents aren't pushing you with you being 21
1: they obviously do mention and they do worry, about it. every brown parent does. Yes. They want to see their yes. kid get married and be happy and have a stable job and all that, full family life and all of that. Uh, but they have started mentioning it. But they <laughs> also know that I'm the kind of person that if I put my mind to it, I will find someone yeah <laughs>
0: yeah they they trust you
1: <laughs> yeah and like I said communication we have a lots of open communication and I've had relationships in the past which they've known about and they've always been open to the idea and they trust my judgment that I'm not going to pick some bimbo off the street like it's not going to be like <laughs> yes. a, like it's not going to be some guy that smokes and all that like, yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly so they trust you you trust them it's a nice it's a nice happy family that's lovely to hear that's just made my day yeah we
1: do fight. Don't get me wrong. We do get into in yeah. place. yeah, like there are fights. Don't get me wrong. That's every family. But for the yeah. most part, we try to get along. We tend to get along.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's just nice. Out of interest, I know I'm. I realize we are a little over time. But but what's like? So you have you have siblings. You have sister.
1: I have a younger and sister and a brother. And younger brother. Yes, both are youngest. <laughs> I'm the oldest in the family.
0: Okay. I, how how did that kind of play out growing up? Because. I know a lot of people that I've spoken to are like, well, I'm the oldest, I've set the way for the others.
1: In a way, yes, but I made sure that, like, yes, there's always that constant pressure that you do have to serve. You have to be a role model. You do have to have these kids look up to you. End of the day, even though they might fight with you and be like, I hate you. I hate (laughs) what you do. Like, all that. uh, End of the day, they are still going to look up to you. You are the oldest in the family, so you are expected to perform a certain level and get to a certain thing, and your parents are a little bit more strict on the oldest sibling versus the younger two because of that. And so,
0: yeah, that's... Yeah, you okay. gotta perform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a middle child, and I'm the girl in the middle of two boys. So I, I, oh. you know, double whammy. But <laughs> that's okay. Um. So finally, let's Anna. Where can people find you? Um. Yeah. They want to so go follow you. I am
1: on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I have a YouTube channel as well. Don't really use it, but it's there. <laughs> uh, uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You can find me at aka underscore Arpan. A R P A N aka stands for my initials
0: <laughs> yeah here's here's a funny story guys so so when i, when I initially messaged uh, when i am um, i i was obviously not thinking and i, just, I went hey akka <laughs> and and i probably didn't realize i was doing it you know when you just message people and you're just like oh uh-huh and then i kind of got, i got your reply and i was reading it and, and then it kind of like and i was like oh you idiot yeah. what are you even thinking like that's not even a name <laughs> like where did it's you go up.
1: it's okay those are my initials it's arfin core all my full name but i go by aka underscore arfin but arfin is what you could call me if you see me on the street come say hi
0: i'm very friendly yeah not aka don't shout aka she won't respond <laughs> well actually she will she replied and she didn't hate me so um, no. <laughs> that was very kind um, that's an amazing opportunity why would i hate you that's very kind of you know um it's, it's been hundred percent my pleasure i've had an amazing time talking to you for the second time uh, this has been lovely um and i will link up all of your links that was a poor sentence awesome. um in, in the description guys so if anyone's watching from my side please please go and follow udwin um, look, I sound like a proper freshie. You don't even and say you guys,
1: <laughs> You guys feel free to fall bad, please. She's amazing. She does this amazing talk show every week. I've been watching all of her episodes. They're great. Uh, once again, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated you taking the time out to talk to me today
0: no that's been great and I, and I guess we were saying last time we spoke it's, it's nice to connect with people that you you never would have connected with otherwise so I appreciate it this has been wonderful um and yeah guys I'll be back same time same place next week um otherwise have a lovely uh rest of the day bye guys Bye.